When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, mamacitas. Welcome back for another episode of Tere Tells All. I am so happy to be here. Like always, so glad you decided to click play. And today's episode is going to be super fun. I know that the last few episodes have been a little bit more on the heavier side, but I want to make sure that they're not always so heavy. Um, you know, because we can connect with the heavy stuff, but we should also be able to connect with like the fun, lighthearted stuff. And as a Libra, I am always seeking balance. So balance is what I will give you on this podcast. So before I get into today's guest, uh, let's let's read some reviews. Okay, so remember that the only way that you can leave a review right now is if you go to Apple Podcasts and you rate it. Obviously, you're going to give it five stars, duh, because hello, we're friends. <laughs> but also, it lets you actually write out your own review. Um, and so today, I'm going to read one from Future Superstar. And she says, I'm so excited for Thera's podcast. She is such an inspiration and motivation for so many women. After listening to the first two episodes, I'll be waiting every week for the new episode to arrive. You are a radiant light to so many. Thank you for sharing your life with us. Girl, thank you for listening. And honestly, sharing people's stories, like I've said that before, that is exactly why I made this podcast because I love sharing my story, but I'm just one person. And there are so many people and so many stories out there and they all deserve to be heard as well. So whether you are you know, a content creator with hundreds of thousands of followers or my neighbor down the street, I'm going to have anyone on here who has something to say. Um, so I'm glad that you find it enlightening and that you enjoy the show. Okay, and today's second review is from Angelique Thompson, and it says, When I found your podcast, I was super excited because it's so relatable. Everything you were saying in your first episode was like, OMG, this is exactly how I'm feeling. I love how you express yourself. Thank you, Angelique, uh, first of all, for taking the time to write out her review, um, but also for telling me how you love that I express myself, because that is not something that has come easily to me. I was more of a, like, bottle your emotions up type of person. I never like to put my feelings out into words and speak them out loud. Um, I felt like like it made me look and feel weak, maybe like inviting more negativity into my life if I, you know, spoke it out loud. So I, for a long time, um, I was always just keeping everything inside and bottling it up. Um, but, you know, that's how I ended up in therapy because keeping it in is not a good thing, guys. Um, you should be able to express yourself. You should be able to find... Um, a support system that, you know, 
helps you be a better you and and you should be able to say what you're feeling out loud um but thank you so much for saying that it really does mean so much to me so those are the only two i'm going to read today i'm going to read a couple more next week remember once again that if you want to leave a review you have to go to apple podcast and do it there also you can leave a comment or a dm on instagram at the podcast show page at that it tells all and don't forget about the listener line uh, so if you would rather just leave me a voicemail instead, uh, just go to the Instagram page and click on the contact button and there you will see the phone number to the listener line. And just a heads up in case there's any like creepy dudes listening right now, um, that's not my real phone number, guys. Like <laughs> you can leave me a voicemail, but that's not my like number. If you call it, I'm not going to answer and you can't have a conversation with me there because um, I've definitely gotten some creepy guy voicemails on there and um, that ain't happening. No, we're not doing that. Okay, back to today's guest. Um, so if you follow the Instagram page and you already know who it is and Oh my God, I was so happy that she agreed to come on the show because, y'all, I look up to this woman, um, you know, and I told her this too. I was like, I remember when I, you know, was still starting my journey and I would watch YouTube videos and I would watch her YouTube videos and I would watch, you know, her life in San Antonio and um, her workouts and her cooking videos and I got to see like a buff bunny coming to life and it's so cool to now be a part of the buff bunny family I never in a million years thought that this would happen and so having her on my show is like one of those bucket list items that I can check off and I'm so excited about it I remember when I told her that I was going to start this podcast we were actually shooting on location for the swim campaign So it had to have been probably like late January and, you know, we were just chit-chatting in between like getting dressed and different girls, um, getting their pictures taken. And I I told her, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be starting my podcast later this year. And immediately from the get-go, she was so supportive and she showed so much interest in, you know, my endeavors. And she asked, you know, what's it going to be called? And what's it going to be about? And when is it going to launch? And she is just a supportive person and such a positive ray of sunshine. And every time that I'm near this woman, you can't help but feel like you can do anything because she you know, has built so much from the ground up. She is a self-made woman. And when you're with her, you feel like that's also possible for you. Uh, Just so you guys know, we recorded this episode, I want to say it was early March, mid-March. So it was before the Marble and Eco launch that just happened this past weekend. So Uh, she is going to, you know, tease about the next launch, but just know that, that she's referring to the marble and eco launch. So if you haven't had a chance to go snag yourself some marble and eco pieces, girl, don't walk here. You can pause this podcast, pause it, go do some shopping and then come back and listen, or you can multitask. You can keep listening to, to us talk while you're browsing the website, you know? And of course, don't forget to use my code Teresa if you want to support me. Um, (laughs) but yeah, so let's get into it.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, here today I have the one and only Heidi Summers. Hey, we got Welcome. <laughs> I'm so excited. Thank you for saying yes to coming on the podcast. Of course. Thanks for yeah, having me. Of course. It was so much fun. <laughs> so have you been on a podcast before? I've been on two, but it's been a long time. Okay. So I'm Are you excited nervous? for this. I'm a little bit nervous. I told <laughs> I was like, I get nervous like public speaking. So I think yeah. I'm okay though. I'm going to put you in the hot seat. Ready? No, I'm All right. kidding. I'm just hot kidding. Seat. Hot seat me. I'm ready. <laughs> So for those of you who don't know, which you'd have to be living under a rock to not know, Heidi is the owner of Buff Bunny Collection. She um, is also a YouTuber and a fitness um, model and guru. So I just wanted to bring her on the podcast today so you guys could get to know her a little bit better, get to know the person behind the brand. Um, So yeah, Heidi, why don't you um, just start with a quick little background of yourself whatever you feel like sharing. Yeah. Um, so my name is Heidi Summers. Most people know me as Buff Bunny. And I was born and raised in a North Pole, Alaska, small little town. And I lived there till I was 21. And I moved to San Antonio. Um, and that is where the brand started. So the brand started because I was just, um, you know, I was a YouTuber and I was doing Instagram. And at the time, there wasn't a lot of, you know, social media brands that had a woman owner. And so that kind of sparked my interest at first. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, because, you know, you try on a pair of leggings. I was like, these would be great if. And so I caught myself seeing that a lot. So that's what kind of sparked my interest in doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also as the brand kind of progressed, um, I, I really wanted to shoot, you know, like I wanted the brand to encompass, you know, diverse girls, um, all walks of life. And that is something that's like very near and dear to our hearts. Mm-hmm. So. That's like one of my favorite things about you and Buff Bunny as a whole is how diverse you guys are. Thank you. Because, you know, it's not just like um, like ethnicities, but also like size inclusivity, which is hard to find. I know a lot of companies are doing it more often now, but, yeah. you know, years ago um, that wasn't the case. And I remember I bought my first pair of Buff Bunny leggings Probably like when you first started the company. Yeah, I still remember. They were like a they were like a green, like a dark green color, like an emerald green color. I wish I remember which did they have like, a pocket? Yes, they that, did. Okay, that was our original Luna leggings. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And um and my sister loved them too. So then I ordered another pair and so that she could have one. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And so like ever since then, and I remember I would watch your YouTube videos and yeah, so whenever you guys reached out to me which we'll tell that story in a second. When you guys reached out to me, I was like starstruck. I like immediately called my brother and was like, oh my God, guess what happened? Oh but God, yeah, I no, that. so I, I appreciate that about your company and about you and you're just like an angel to me, but thank, thank you. you. Well, we love having you. We were so excited <laughs> when you first like came to shoot. We were like, oh my gosh, we're so excited. Like we love her. She's so sweet. And so then we, were, we felt bad. We were like, can you come back again and again and again? <laughs> yeah, so. it helps that I'm local. Yeah, yeah, yeah that does help. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the questions that I always get is, how did I start working with Buff Bunny? So 
I always say, well, they found me. They reached out to me because I don't – I never – like, I would tag you guys on stuff. Yeah. But how did you guys come across my Instagram? Actually, you tagging us in yeah. photos because a lot of times we look through and that's how we find some of our girls because we want girls that know the brand. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, like, we'll scroll and we'll look at tagged photos and a lot of times, like, I'm the, I'm the one up at 2 o'clock in the morning late at night because I can't sleep and I'm, like, screenshotting. I'm like, <laughs> I like this girl. I like this girl's vibe. And um, – I think I had sent it to Dan and Sarah, and we all talk about you. We're like, oh, my gosh, we love her vibe. She's so cute. She knows the brand. She wears the pieces. And then that's kind of what sparked. We're like, hey, let's have her come in to do your first photo shoot, which was it product photo shoot or was it the lifestyle one? It was the lifestyle for Rebel. And then the next day, I did the product, product. Yes. for Rebel. Okay, so it's like back to back. Yes. So that's when we, you know, we really like you. We do too. <laughs> We're like, okay, she's going to do great. So Yeah. Um, but we just like loved you as a person we loved like your whole vibe and like you can you can tell a lot through someone like on social media mm-hmm. like sometimes uh um you know just like looking through just like reading captions and we, we vet our girls a lot so we'll kind of we'll, we actually like look at all their stories or tag photos we look at their highlights on their stories like we kind of like mm-hmm. look at them a lot and kind of see like what they um encompass what they preach about because you know with our shoots like we want you know you to get along with all the girls all the girls that get along with you and, you know, I don't know. It's really important to us. Right. We could just tell, like, from, like, your stories and, like, your whole vibe that we're, like, okay, we're really going to like her. Yeah. And we do. <laughs> and I love Because that was, like, what, eight months ago? Yeah. This is September, October-ish. Yeah. Six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Time flies. I know. It does fly. But, no, I think you've done a great <gasps> job at building a, a good team, not just of, like, models, but the people here at HQ. Like, everyone here, guys, is so sweet and accommodating. And just the minute you walk in through the Buff Bunny headquarters doors, you just feel so welcomed. And I have never felt, like, judged or, or, like, I'm a nuisance or anything like that. You guys go above and beyond to make everybody feel so welcome. Thank you. So, That's yeah. our goal. Like, we want you yeah. – we, we always say, we're like, hey, we want it to be an experience for you guys. Mm-hmm. So we're constantly – um, growing we already have some plans for 2020 like hey how can we elevate their experience even more so mm-hmm. yeah we have some stuff up our sleeves yeah <laughs> is there anything coming up that um you want to tease or that you can kind of give a little hint about that's coming up whether it would like with you or the brand or oh man I was like well okay so our next collection like we're really excited we, we're actually filming the campaign on Monday okay um the collection itself probably won't come out for like five weeks or so just because we just did swim like two weeks ago, so mm-hmm. we're gonna, we have some time, but we're trying to do our best on like you know getting all the photo shoots, the product shoots, the campaigns very early on, mm-hmm. and it's something that I think a lot of people are gonna be excited about. Okay, yeah. so it's we're bringing something <laughs> back, and we're also including something new that I think a lot of people will really, really, really like. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I was like, is that, is that two teas or is that not teas <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's good. That's good. Um, what, what are, how are things with uh, the boutique? Oh, they're really good. Actually, they're putting the sign up today. So I'm like, <gasps> are you going to go see it? Yes. I'm going to try to go later today. Um, the sign, they're just, they're just, just trying to make sure like the measurements are all good and everything. Uh-huh. There's still a lot to do. So they haven't started building out the, the cupboard tree, right? Cupboard tree. Mm-hmm. And but we've like ordered everything. The flooring's done. The flooring looks beautiful, and the athlete room and the boutique. Um, so yeah, it's coming along. It's just taking some time yeah. for sure. Do we have like an estimated date yet of when it'll be yes. ready? Uh, I think the goal is June first. Okay. 
sometime in June is like for sure. They're like, they're pushing for May, but it looks like June 1st to June 20th is the goal right now, Mm -hmm. but that could change. Yeah. Excited about that? Oh my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm like, I feel like I've been sharing my boyfriend with Alpha Land. It's like me, Christian, Nala, and Alpha Land. (laughs) But it's awesome because I go there every day and it's kind of like, I always say it's like my second shift after Buff Money Collection. Like I'll go there, work out and see all the progress they've done. And then me and Christian will kind of sit down and be like, he'll show me like stuff that's up and coming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, oh, should we do this color or this color? Should we change this? Should we change that? But it's like a lot. I don't think a lot of people have seen all the additions that he's added. Yeah. I haven't even. And I'm, I'll I mean, I'm not you. here to show you after the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I get the sneak peek. Um, what has been the most fun part and the most stressful part about planning for the boutique? For the boutique itself, I think the most um, stressful part is usually the beginning. And even like when you're building a, a new business, usually the beginning is the hardest because there's so much unknown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, making sure that you get the right measurements, uh, especially when you're building, you know, racks. It's like, okay, what, how, how large are our leggings? Okay, we need to calculate that by, mm-hmm. you know, what's the hanger size going to be? And then making sure you have enough room for like your leggings, but then also like sports bras, tops, how long are the tops? So a lot of measuring, a yeah. lot of math, but... Honestly, Christian did so much. Like, he would just kind of start taking over. I'm like, okay. So I, I helped as much as I could. And then he would just kind of come in. He's like, well, what if we what if we do, like, little rose quartz or this? I'm like, oh. But um, he really loves designing. Yeah. So I think that was the most stressful part at the beginning. And I think the funnest part is right now mm-hmm. when things are coming together. So when they installed the floors, I was like, oh, my God, it's beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah. Is it a signature, like, marble Heidi floor? It is. And actually, fun fact, it's not real marble. Never put real marble anywhere. I've learned that. Does it crack Um, easily? It stains so easily. So real marble is so delicate. Mm -hmm. So there's this new thing now where you get porcelain. Porcelain is a little bit cheaper. It's still, you know, expensive. Mm -hmm. It's less cost. And also they do like a marble print on it. So everyone thinks it's marble. Got it. But it actually lasts longer. It's not going to stain. Okay. And it's not going to crack. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Like, I redid my countertops, and I wanted them to have that marble look, but it's actually quartz. It's not marble. Oh, quartz is great. Yeah. I think quartz is actually uh, more expensive than porcelain. I want to okay. say, don't quote me, yeah. but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I remember, I was like, no, I want marble. And then I found out the mar- marble price. I was like, just kidding. I don't oh, want yeah, marble. No. Especially <laughs> on countertops, absolutely not. Like, just kidding. I don't want it yeah. anymore. And then that's when my dad was like, well, you can do this. I was like, I'll do that. That yes. works for me. Way better. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go into Instagram because I had asked people to send us some questions. Ooh, so let's I'm let's excited. see what they sent. It's archived. Oh, this is the, the TMI questions, yes. right? Oh, I love TMI. Okay, one of the questions that they wanted to know was uh, your worst kiss. Oh, oh, my worst kiss. Yeah. <gasps> <sighs> I was like, which one? <laughs> Wait, tell me your worst kiss. Tell me your worst kiss first. Um, I don't think I've had a worst kiss. I can tell you my first kiss story, but I don't have – or you can tell me your first kiss story if you would prefer. I don't think I have, like, a worst kiss. Yeah, so my first kiss, I was 13. So I was pretty young. And I was at the skating rink. Yeah. And I like roller skating. Yeah, like oh, roller skating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the night, like before they closed down, because it was like it was like the thing to do when you were like in middle school to go to the skating rink on Friday nights. Yeah. And the very last one was always a couple skate. So they had like a slow song, and then you'd oh, go. You know, yeah. you hold hands with your crush, and you'd go skate. Go skate. Yes. And so um, there was this guy that I liked that I had crush on, and I 
they had told me, my friends had told me that he had a crush on me, but I was like, well, he's here. And so I was just there. And we didn't skate. We didn't do the couple skate. But at the end of the couple skate, he came over and then he told me that he liked me. And then he gave me a kiss. Like, you know, like an instant 13 year old little peck. Yeah, at the end of the couple <sighs> skate at the skating I love ring. That. Yeah. And then, like, a week later, we were, like, going out. Yeah, it's cool. But it was, yeah, that was my first kiss. I feel like that's such a beautiful first kiss. It's like the ones in the movies, you know, like, like yeah. all the, the fairy tale ones. You're like, wow. Mine was at a closed-down park. <laughs> but what's funny is uh, my first kiss was a guy named Christian, which I feel oh like my is God, so funny. random. I'm like, oh. So my friend Sarati was like, she's like, well, you, now you can say that Christian was your first and your last. And I was like, yeah, kind of. But I think worst kiss stories, um, I think one guy, he was just really, like, I think just, like, pers- like I wasn't dating. Uh, there was a period of time, like, when I first moved to San Antonio, um, where I was actually, like, I was, like, I was actually celibate for three years, okay. and I wasn't dating. Like, I was, like, I am not interested in dating. Like, I don't want to date. I am in school, and I'm going to do me. Um, and he was just, like, very... Like, he was like, oh, like, you want to be, like, friends, right? You know when guys are like, oh, you're not dating, but want to be friends? Mm-hmm. Let me take you breakfast. Let me take you lunch. I'm like, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he was just, like, very persuasive. And, but I was like, oh, he's, like, a cool friend and stuff. But, like, yeah, one time I was like, okay, yeah, like, drop me off at home or whatever. And I just remember, like, he just, like, grabbed my face and kissed me. And it was, like, just not – I was like, oh, wow. Well, just, like, slobbery and just, like – and I also, like, didn't really want to be kissing. Yeah. Either. I was like, that was so awkward. And I never saw him again. That's that funny. Probably, yeah, it was probably one of the worst. So you didn't have enough time to like dodge the kiss because I've done that. I have to like dodge kisses. <gasps> you should have dodged the kiss. I should have dodged. It. I think I was like, okay, bye. And then he just like, I was like yeah, oh. not enough time to like react. Yeah, I think I was just too nice back then too, and I was kind of like, oof. Now yeah. <laughs> no, so like, if you go, I don't know, I don't know what order this these episodes are going to come in, but in one of the podcast episodes, um, I told the story about my. No, my first. One of my like, worst um, online dating first dates Ooh. where a guy tried to kiss me and then I dodged, dodged it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got up to go to the restroom and I bailed. I totally ghosted him. Like I've heard some crazy like <laughs> online dating stories or like yeah. first date stories. It's Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had a crush on a Disney character or a cartoon character? Yes, I have. <laughs> I answered that so fast. So I'm like, yes, I know yes. exactly yes. what. <laughs> My crush growing up was Aladdin. I watched all the Aladdin movies. I think there was like one, two, and three. Okay. And like I would, I would watch them just because I was like, oh my gosh, Aladdin is just so dreamy. <laughs> Love him. He's my favorite. What was it about Aladdin that you like? Just like his looks? I think it was just like a mixture of like his free spirit. He would just kind of like run around, do his own thing, didn't care. He's like, I'm just going to do what I want. And then like, you know, when he meets um, Jasmine, I, I didn't even remember the princess. I was like, Aladdin. <laughs> you know, he like never gave up and then I don't know he just seemed like a cool cool guy and I, I like his darker features yeah 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 is that why you like Christian because he yeah, has darker yeah, features I, <laughs> I like I'm like more of like a tall dark and handsome type of gotcha type of girl okay okay yeah. who's yours um the beast from Beauty and the Beast <laughs> I love that I was like that's like a close second for me to be honest yeah <laughs> yeah I just like I liked his character development I'm such a nerd right here I liked his character development <laughs> when he was like you know he was so like angry and like yeah and then he got soft after, you know, meeting Belle and living through that experience with her. And then whenever he turns from the beast to, like, the prince at the end of the movie, I was like, that's what he looks like? Oh, oh my God. he's kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't, like, necessarily like guys with long hair, but he can pull, he it, off. pull it off. He yeah, pulled he it off. He pulled it off. Yeah, because I remember Belle, like, moving. Like, yes. Like, oh. Yes. And as it is, I already loved Belle because – 
So I'm going to ask you this question too. But if I could have any Disney princess as a best friend, it would be Belle. <gasps> okay, <laughs> mine was going to be Belle. That was like first because that's the Disney princess. My okay, mom would get me every year for Christmas. That's funny. I liked her because she was a nerd, and I was a nerd growing up. Like I love to read, and so like yeah. whenever she goes into that library, the scene where she goes into the library, I was like, I wish that was real. <laughs> yeah, I want to be her. I'm jealous. I am. I want to be in there. That was that was like my initial one. I was like, oh, Belle, because my mom would get me that you know Barbie doll every yeah. year, and she's like, oh, because I love to read too. Growing up, I was like super nerd, loved um, to read, and I actually like had a couple of poems that I used to. I oh, got published. Yeah, <gasps> oh, to, like, published. Yeah. Can we Google them? Uh, <laughs> I have the books at home. I don't know if you can really Google them. Okay. Yeah, my mom has them like all like somewhere. But okay, so we're gonna call Mama Summers in a minute. Yeah. I'd be like, can you? <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> But my second option, like, now that, you know, I'm, like, 32, I'm, like, looking back, I'm, like, okay, I think I would mostly vibe with Elsa, to be honest. Okay. When she was kind of, like, bye, I'm going to go live in an icy castle by, by myself. myself. I was, like, I love that. <laughs> Can I come? So, like, I feel like I would vibe with her. Yeah. But then she, like, also loves her sister. Mm-hmm. And, like, her true love was, like, her sister, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I also liked uh, Merida. I think that was her name, from Brave. The, the one with the red hair, the Scottish <gasps> one. Oh, Scottish? Irish? I don't think I've ever fully watched that one. Oh, I did. Well, it, I watched it when it first came out because my, my niece is little, so I <sighs> watched all the new Disney movies with her. Um, but I remember thinking she was so cool because it wasn't – it was one of the first movies that I noticed that it wasn't about the princess trying to fall in love with the prince or going after the prince or chasing the prince or whatever. It was just like – I'm brave. I'm on my own. Yeah, like I want to be a warrior. I want to do that. So I thought that was really cool. And then that's also why I like Moana because Moana <gasps> like around the same thing. Oh, I, I do love that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's so many good ones. I know. I like. I like how they've changed throughout yeah. time. It's not like a damsel in distress. Yes. Damsel, damsel in distress and distress. I can't even say distress. It. Damsel in distress. <laughs> princess to come save me now it's kind of like the princesses are saving themselves and i'm like yes yeah yeah save yourself that's right yeah okay let me find another one these are fun i like these questions <laughs> okay what is the biggest lie you've ever told to be honest i'm a really bad liar and so to be honest, like even just recently whenever i try to to do a surprise birthday I don't know if that classifies as a big lie, but I'm the worst. So, like, surprising, like, my mom one time by flying in, and just the other day was Christian's birthday, Mm -hmm. and I literally did such a great job, like, holding it together and, like, not lying necessarily, but just not telling him what was going to happen for his birthday. (laughs) And then literally, because I planned everything in Alpha Land, and he's, like, about to go in, he's like, you haven't been here a couple days. I want to show you everything that they've done. I was like, I've already seen it. He's like, what do you mean you've seen it? I was like, yeah, yeah, someone sent me a video of everything painted black in there. And he's like, who's sending you videos? And so then I just started like getting nervous. I'm like, your contractor is sending me photos. They sent me videos. And he's just like, what is wrong? I was like, you can't go in there. He's like, uh, then he started putting tune together. Figured it so out. I'm a really bad liar. <laughs> so people usually figure it out just by looking at my face. Yeah. So. I saw those stories of his birthday and I was wondering like how y'all kept that from him. Cause like he's there all the time. Yeah, he is there all the time. And honestly, it was a combination like his mom, Kayla, um, Brian, Gloria, like all of our friends, like they, we, they all got there early and I was trying to distract him. It was very stressful. And then I cracked a couple hours before. <laughs> Did you know about your surprise party? Cause I saw that too. I kind of had like a little bit of a feeling just because like friends would be like, Hey, your birthday's coming up. I'm like, how do you know that? You know, they'd be like, Hey, like your birthday's next week, right? We should get lunch. Like if they weren't able to go to the party, right. I was like, how do you know? You know? Cause I'm like, I don't know. 
And then uh, when we pulled up, I was like, wow, look at all these cars, cars. in front of your parents' house. And I was like, why is Shelly here? And Christian's like, hanging out with my parents. <laughs> Christian does a really good job. Did you like the mariachis? I loved it. Like, my, I was like, man, I always joke because I'm like, I just love the Latin culture so much. Yeah. And so I told Christian, I'm like, man, like, I got the ancestry thing. And I was like, I swear if I have 1%, like, anything Latin in me, I'm going to have a quinceanera. And he, like, looked at me because the next day, like, they literally had mariachis, margaritas, tamales. Yeah. So they had all of that yeah. at their birthday. And oh, I was like, that's so cool. It was really special. Yeah. 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 I loved it. I love. I watched your stories, like I, everybody's stories. I was like, what else did I miss? I want to see everything about I this party. I tamales, but I ate so many of them. I asked him for, I was like, hey, Bria, do you have any more tamales? And she's like, yeah, I'll bring some tomorrow. I was like, <laughs> That's funny. Have you ever had a crush on a teacher? Well, no, because you were homeschooled, right? I, well, I was homeschooled till I was 15, 16. Okay. And... Oh. I did, did in college. Okay, tell us about it. But nothing your... ever happened. Like, he was, he was my science teacher. I love science. And so, like, he would start speaking teacher. science. Really? Wait, which which science do you remember? Biology. It was biology. I'm trying to remember which. I think mine Wait, was biology, too. Was it biology or anatomy? It was one of those, like, because originally I wanted to be a nurse. So I took, like, biology and anatomy and physiology. Oh, that. Yeah. So it was one of the oh, – I can't remember. I know he was my science teacher. And I also made his last name my password. To my computer. Stop. Okay, I didn't go that far. Relax. Wait, I love that. Do you remember his name? You probably don't want to say his name. No, I'm not going to say his name. Because I have a feeling that if I looked him up now, I'd probably be like, ew. Okay, yeah, because when was that? It was probably like 20, 2009. 2009? Yeah. Okay. Had to be like 2009, 2010-ish. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, what, 19, 20? And he was already like in his 30s, so... Yeah, I'm sure if I looked him up now. I just want to keep the, the image of, that I have of him yeah, from back no, then. No, same. I'm not, and honestly, it's very different from like – he was not tall, dark, and handsome. He was oh. tall, blonde, oh. blonde, which is not my type at all, yeah. with long hair. <gasps> kind of like the Beast. Like kind whenever of like he transformed. The beast. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. he was really – just really smart whenever he was like talking science. It was bio too. I remember that. Yeah. I think it was the lab. It was a long time ago. But I was like, oh, speak science to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Some of these are like a little extreme. No, there's no such thing as TMI. Trust me. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you watched my latest YouTube video with Serati, but I did. About... I was watching that on the treadmill. Yeah, I was like, we were talking about discharge. We were talking about, oh gosh, I don't remember a lot of things. I was like, is this too much? Nah, nah, nah. Oh yeah, those were some of the questions like originally on that I got on Instagram. Since I won't load right now, but it was like, um, why don't we talk more about? bodily functions like sweat and discharge and periods and like those kinds of things like what do you do when that has happened to you and um one of the questions I get a lot is how do I deal with sweat like when I'm at the gym I didn't realize that was a thing for people that people don't like to sweat yeah it's funny because we get that question for like yeah they're sweat proof and I'm like if a company is saying that a legging is sweat proof there's there's no such thing as right because some people sweat a lot and it's like for it to be sweat proof, what if someone jumped in the water in a pair of leggings? They're going to be wet. They might dry fast, but there's mm-hmm. no such thing as sweat proof. Right. Is that the so, difference between like sweat wicking and sweat yes. proof? So you can say uh, moisture wicking, you can say sweat wicking, but that's why we never say sweat proof. Right. I, I make sure like even in captions and stuff or like when people ask like, oh, they sweat proof. I tell the girls because I don't answer all the comments, obviously. Like, right. Never say they're sweat proof because I just feel like that's like false advertising. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with sweating. Okay. No, yeah. It's actually good for you. It is. And that's why, like, I posted on my stories earlier this week because 
I get it a lot. And I was like, what is it with everybody not wanting to sweat? Like, to me, like, that's my trophy that I just worked like, out. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. look, I'll, I will go to the gym and then I will walk into the grocery store with, you know, swats all up in my butt. We like, love that. Yeah, yeah I'm there's like, nothing wrong with swats. Yeah, I just worked out. This is what, yeah, this is what happens when you work out. Right, so it'd be like swats. <laughs> What about like swag? Oh, it'd be if it's vagina sweat. Swag oh, is that what it is? Swag sweat. Swag. People are like nervous about boob yeah. sweat too, and I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's it's normal. Snatch. It's natural. It is. It is. So I don't, I don't mind it. I don't do anything for it. If it happens, it happens. Yeah, but I feel like there is a stigma around like a lot of like bodily functions and like even sex and stuff. Like people are kind of like, oh, I don't want to talk about this. And like I I get it. Like some people like don't want to hear about it. But I know mm-hmm. with my friends, like, I'm very open. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this happened. They're like, ugh. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm just going to lay this out off. <laughs> like, this happened the other day. And they're just kind of like, okay, thanks for, yeah. thanks for telling me that. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, even about, like, with sex, like, you know, the cleanup after sex. Yeah. You know? Like, people don't talk about that. They really don't. And it's a – like, I was just thinking the other day. Like, I saw something on TikTok. Did you see the thing on TikTok? Like, oh, like, after sex, you can put this in there and it helps, like, get everything out? No. Was it was a like, product? It, it? Yeah, it was something you buy, and I was like, "Why don't you sit on the toilet?" Yeah, but sometimes you think you've got it all, and then you go about your business, and then you're like, "Oh, wait, no, I didn't get everything." Yeah, I've been at the airport before. Yeah, on the airport, and I'm like, "Oh no." Yeah, it happened to me at dinner, like, you know, before dinner, and then we went to dinner. I was like, "Oh, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go to the restroom really quick." <laughs> oh my gosh, really embarrassing. I don't know if this is TMI, but one time me and Christian went vacation, <laughs> and I was like, oh, "We got." Like, we went to dinner. He, like, planned this really cute surprise dinner and stuff. Yeah. And it was, like, you know, we were hanging out in the hotel room. And then we went into this cute little dinner. And he had a photographer taking photos. And all the photos, he's, like, dipping me. And there's all these cute photos. And we can't post any of them because there's definitely something on the back of my uh, outfit. Oh, you like, couldn't, like, Photoshop ah. it? Well, we also they, – they, they printed the photos out and gave them to oh, us. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, like, I was, like, can we get, like, a – like a hard disk thing of it. And they're yeah. like, oh, no, we don't do that. And I was like, what do you mean? Darn. Y'all, y'all can make so much more money doing that. Yeah. But yeah, so. Yeah, they definitely need to go digital. So they like... just kind of like cut the photos. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> what what color underwear are you wearing right now? Right this second? I am not wearing any underwear. Not wearing any... That was a question too. Like, yeah. do, you, do you wear underwear with your leggings? I do. I can't do the no underwear thing. Yeah. I feel like some people are pro underwear. Some people aren't. Mm. I used to. And I do like when I'm on my period and stuff. Like, yeah. I, I will. But I don't know. I don't like underwear. Yeah. I hate them. And when you do, it's mostly like thongs like that you wear? Yeah. Uh, sometimes I like the boy short, like seamless boy short ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I would say that for the most part. I don't. If it's really hot out, sometimes I do because I feel like sometimes it can help with like swag. Right. Like, yeah. Or like, like swamp the <laughs> swag. <laughs> helps with swag. That's funny. Yeah. Mine, um, oh, it's like nude neutral. Because I shot right before. We did a shoot right yeah. before we came up here. And I didn't know what color leggings you guys were going to have me wear. So I always just try to wear like neutral. Like tan oh, or nude and then color. We have that. For product photos, obviously, yeah. yeah. Like we, we have the girls wear underwear and they have like the seamless um, nude ones that we yeah. give the girls. We're like, hey, just take this and you can keep it. Yeah. <laughs> don't bring it back. You, want, you don't want my underwear back? <laughs> That's no, thank funny. you. <laughs> so you're kind of like, do you ever go commando or you like always wear underwear? Uh, no. Because my I sister's like, always. only wear underwear. 
Yeah, no, I always wear underwear. I sleep in my underwear. Like, I just sleep, like, underwear and a t-shirt. Yeah. Actually, sometimes I do see that's what sometimes when I wear underwear, yeah. I'm like, God, just like, but it has to be, like, cozy ones, you know? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it can't be, like, a tight that's digging yeah. into you. No, no. No, not like, stringy that. ones. Like, I'm like, oh, like, I like, like, the little boy shorts, or, like, the, mm-hmm. the ones with, like, the big band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. What's something you like to do when no one is watching? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's... <laughs> I'm like, what is your answer? No, I don't have one. I was trying to think of an answer. (laughs) I was trying to think. I was like, when no one's watching. Yeah, when no one's watching. What do I do when no one's watching? Um, I feel like as a YouTuber, kind of share everything, right? Yeah. I'm like trying to think of something that I don't share. Something I want to start doing is pottery class because I used to take ceramics in high school and I loved it so much. I was like, I would not probably film that. I would just I'd probably like zone out and just like start making bases like molding your own. Yeah. Do they even have that around here? Yeah, they do. There's one in Sugarland if you ever want to go. Oh. If you want to go together, let me know. I'm I'll down. come with you. <gasps> we can make so many plates. We can. I'm excited. <laughs> when I'm, you got to you got to tell me something that you do when no one's watching. Um, man, I don't know. That's a hard one, right? It is a hard one because I feel like I'm like you said, just put everything out there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I like to. I, this isn't like abnormal. I just like to binge murder shows, but I feel like I everybody like watch Netflix. Yeah, yeah, like just binge murder shows or murder podcasts, which we yeah. were talking about earlier. I don't know, like I don't really do anything weird. Yeah, me neither. Hmm. Wow, we're boring. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's probably good like we kind of put I feel everything like out there our life out there so yeah we're used to like just sharing that yeah what's the longest you've ever gone without a shower mm-hmm. i think for me it was right now during this freeze yeah i think i was probably like three and a half days because so i didn't have water so yeah i couldn't shower and then when i did get my water back it was like pitch black but I still didn't have hot water. It was only cold water. Like, I still didn't have electricity. Yeah. So I would have had to take, like, a freezing cold shower in the dark. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'll just wait till tomorrow. Yeah, I know. I'm just going to take a little clock yeah. and just – That's exactly yeah. what I did. So I think that's probably the longest I've ever gone without a shower. I don't think I've gone very long because I'm, like, maybe, like, two days. Like, I'm very much – like, I like to shower, like, once or twice mm-hmm. a day. Like, I'm like, oh, I love to shower. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of, like, times in the last, like, camping and stuff maybe. I yeah. never camped for very long. I wasn't, I wasn't Do you like camper. to camp? You don't like to camp? I, I like to for like a night, you know? Yeah. I'm more of like a glamper. <laughs> I like to glamp. We were going to um, camp for spring break. We didn't end up doing that. But um, my sister was like, well, I'll only go if we do the glamping. She wanted like a tent with like an air conditioner and everything. We're like, yeah, no, that's not camping. <laughs> that doesn't camp. <laughs> that's not camping. That's my mom. My mom for, um, gosh, it was like vacation Bible school every year. They would go camping, but she would get the cabin with the running water, mm-hmm. and that was her camping. And I was like, "Can I go in your cabin?" <laughs> um, have you ever had a pregnancy scare? Um, I mean, what girl hasn't? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, you know, when like you just like contemplate everything, you're like, <gasps> yeah, and then I'd be fine. And then you get your period, you're like, oh, thank God. Yeah, you're like, oh, it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. But not like a. I'm I'm actually very 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 regular. Like even when I for bodybuilding shows I always got my period I never skipped mm-hmm. are you on birth control uh yes yeah yeah I'm on birth control now I'm trying to think back then I think I was too I've been mm-hmm. on birth control for a while yeah me too yeah after since after I had my son so for a long time because my son's 15 now yeah yeah 
I have an IUD. And it's scary because so last time. Wait, how do you like your IUD? People don't talk about birth control. This is yeah. a great topic. And it's like, <laughs> hey, for each your own. If you guys are for it, you're against it. We support you. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was on the pill for the longest time, but then I'd forget to take the pill. And then I was, I'm, yeah. my hormones are super sensitive. So if I forget the pill even one day, I'll get my period the next day. And I hated it. So like I'd accidentally give myself my period oh, all the, the time. It yeah. was. So I was like, I need a different solution. So I got an IUD. It hurt like hell getting it put in, which I kind of knew going into it. My sister told me that it was yeah. going to hurt. Um, and it did. It really, really hurt. And then I, I don't really get cramps. But I got cramps after I got my IUD put in because my body was like, whoa, what's going like, on? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is what cramps feel like? Oh, my God. Yeah, I had really bad cramps for like two or three days. And then once I got past that, it's been fine. Like I wow. haven't had any issues with it. I love it. I'm pretty like regular. I don't – my periods are like three days and they're super light. Every month? Yep. Every 28 days. I'm Every like tw- five, six days for my period. <laughs> I'm like, why? Why? Yeah. No. Yeah. So I love it. It, I'm scared because you have to get it replaced every five years. Yeah. So I'm scared when I have to get it removed because the last well woman exam that I went to, you know, they were doing like my pap smear. And then she's like, I thought I put an IUD in you. I was like, you did. She's like, well, I don't see it because apparently they can see like the little string. And I was like, well, I'm getting in my period and I'm not pregnant. So I know it's in there. And so it's in there. I was like, I know it's in there. So she made me go get an ultrasound to just like confirm that I had it in there. How are they gonna get it out? I don't know. That's oh what God, it is. So she's like, Oh yeah, like it's in there. It just it traveled up, you know, up there. It's like it's there. Like I you know can what I'm see Googling it tonight when I'm laying in bed. Yeah. And I'm like la la la. What should I Google about? So yeah, I've had it, I've had this one for three years. Maybe it's just like tucked up somewhere. I don't know, but yeah. So when two years or a year and a half when they have to get it removed. I don't know what they're going to do, and I'm scared, and I try not to think about it. It'll be okay. I don't know. I, I heard taking it out hurts less than putting one in. I heard the opposite. What? I heard okay. the <laughs> – I don't it know what to believe anymore. I'm like uh, – but I've had some friends, like, they said they, I've heard of, like, the IUD. Like, obviously, I've always done, like, the pill. Mm-hmm. Um, and then where else is there? Oh, there's, like, the implant you can get. The one on your arm? Yeah. Yeah, I've never tried that one. Yeah, I've just done basically the pill. The pill. majority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. Gave myself my period way too many times. Yeah, I'm really bad. Like, I, I take mine pretty consistently, but, like, I have, like, backup pills. You know, <laughs> I have pack up, like packs, like, there's some at my desk, there's some at home, there's some in my purse. So I'm kind of like, yeah. if I like I forget, I'm like, okay, just grab it from here, here, wherever it's closest. Yeah, I see. Oh, and then, like, the, the NuvaRing. I was always scared of that one because mm-hmm. I worked in a pharmacy when I was in college because, again, I wanted to go into, like, the medical field. So um, I worked in a pharmacy, and I'd always see the girls go pick up their NuvaRing, and I'm like, how do they put it in there? How do they get it out? Like, I know how, but it's like I don't think I could do it to myself. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Have you used a Diva Cup? <laughs> no, like, no, What's but I wanted life? to ask you about your Diva Cup because I remember a YouTube video where you yeah. got up. And it was like <laughs> – like going up there and I was like, <gasps> like as I was walking, it just kept going more and more up. And then I was like trying to get it out, but I had moved it up so much that I like couldn't get it out. <laughs> and so I was like freaking out. My sister's like, push like you're having a baby. I was like, I haven't had a baby yet. <laughs> and so I'm just like, just like crouched down and then I ended up getting it out, but it didn't even go up all the way either. It was just like halfway. But I was yeah. Like, How do girls get this out? But after, after that, then my other sister that I was on the video with, uh-huh. she bought one and she won't use anything else. She really? loves her Diva Cup. So you yeah. haven't used it since? No, like I want to because I feel like it's better for, you know, the environment and everything. Right. But I'm just like, 
can't. I'm scared. Yeah, I'm like, scared too. And then, like, so I didn't have a vaginal birth when I had my son. I had a C-section. Oh, you did? Yeah. So, like, a lot of times, you know, people ask me, like, do you, like, pee when you actually, like, I don't know. I don't because I didn't have a vaginal birth. So, like, I'm, like, I don't want to say, like, I'm normal. I just, I don't, I don't, my body did not experience that. So, I don't have those I guess after effects. Yeah. So yeah. So the thought of putting like a diva cup or a new ring up there, it you know, it scares me. Oh yeah, <laughs> no. Also, they probably put the IUD. Did they give you like the the slimmer one mm-hmm. for? Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because that was yeah. like two options. Because I I asked them about an IUD, and they're like, oh, if you've had a baby, there's this one. If you haven't had a baby, there's this other one. But if you've had a C-section, you've had a baby, but since it didn't go through the canal, I wonder, right? Yeah. They would give you the slimmer one. Yeah, and that's. Yeah. So that's probably why it hurt extra, too. Probably. Because it's like, it was a tra- I can just keep bringing that traumatic. up. <laughs> As it is, you know, I don't like having the, what is, like, I don't know what it's called. The, the thing that opens up your vaginal canal when they do the pap smear. I hate that so oh much. My, I hate that clicking when they're, like, opening it and it clicks. It click, uh, click, click. And you can just, like, I can't I hate see it, but I can imagine swab. it. Like, whenever they're, they're doing the pap smear, whenever they put it in, I'm like, oh, oh. Like, just try to relax. I'm like, what do you mean? Just try to relax. Like, I can't relax. And yeah. then just propping it open. Yes. No. That's the clicking. Like, when they're opening it, when they're propping it. Oh, yeah. I hate it so much. Because she showed it to me. She was like, do you want to see it? I was like, okay, yeah. Because I'm always curious about those things, like how they oh, work. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, so this is what it does. And then when I click it, it, like, expands. And that's how it opens up. And I was like, Ow, but okay. I'm actually going to look at it next time. Do it. I never look, so I'm like, oh, just do it. Just, just do, do it. it. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell them to show you. So how was your labor whenever you um, – did you go into labor or did you schedule I did. No, no. So I my water broke. It was like the middle of the night, and I ha- wanted to go pee. And then I got up, and the minute I, like, stepped off the bed, it was like, whoosh, and I had carpet. So you can just hear, like, water hitting the carpet. And it was a lot. Yeah, and so I was like – Oh, I guess this is happening. And I was like 36 weeks and like full pregnancy is 40 weeks. So I was yeah. early. I was not expecting it. Um, and so then I was a teenager. So I like called my mom. I was like, mom, mom, I think I'm going to have a baby. And she's like, all right, well, let's go to the hospital. And I remember the whole drive to the hospital, like thinking, okay, the contractions are going to start any minute now because, you know, my water had broken. Yeah. I only felt one contraction the entire time. Um, I didn't dilate. Like by the time I got to the hospital, they're like, yeah, you're barely two centimeters. And so they put me on Pitocin, which is like a drug to help you induce labor. Um, And it it did nothing for me. And so after we waited, like, I want to say like 24-ish hours, they were like, yeah, you're not going to dilate. So we're going to have to do C-section. So then I ended up getting a C-section. So yeah, so I only felt one contraction because once I got the first one, then they gave me the epidural, which I'll talk about in a second. But um, so once I got the epidural, then I didn't feel any of the contractions after that. So I don't know what a vaginal birth feels like. I don't know what contractions feel like. I feel like I got super lucky in that. Yeah. But at the same time, I kind of wish that I did know what that felt like because I feel like I missed out on that experience. But at least you got the most beautiful baby. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, he's a big baby now. I know, 15. Wow. A little teenager. Does he have like them teenager moments too? Um, Not as... You know, no, not really. He's like really chill. Yeah. Which I'm glad he's a boy because I think if he would have been a girl, I was a very dramatic girl, like teenage girl. So I think if I would have had a daughter, we would butt heads a lot. She probably would have been super dramatic like me. (laughs) And he's not. He's the opposite. Yeah. And he just started driving. So that's scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, um. He's going to get his license. Yeah. So he got his permit like a month ago. And then he had his first, like, on-the-road class this week, and he was so scared. And 
he my I have to push my son to do things a lot. Yeah. Um. Even when he was little, he wanted to play football, but he didn't want to play football. Yeah. So I just went and signed him up for like little league. Do it. I was like, you're signed up. Guess you're gonna go now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then he ended up loving it. And I feel like I do that to him a lot. And like, signed you up. You're gonna do it. (laughs) You thought about it. I made it happen. Yeah. And so a lot of the times he'll be like, I'm glad you pushed me. I was like, that's what moms are for. Yeah. Go and do it. Yeah, did your mom, did your parents ever do that to you? Like they just kind of like pushed you into something, and you, I guess, like was was appreciative um, about it. Kind, of, uh, not really. I wouldn't say like, but I mean, there were six of us, though. There was a lot of kids, mm-hmm. and so. Um, but I think my mom, she's like so awesome. If we, I think one time I wanted to be an Olympic ice skater, so mm-hmm. she's like, you know what? Yes, let's go. So she went and got me like the skates, and she went to the place and got me like a pass at the local ice skating place yeah. i think she had my brother shovel the snow on in the backyard <laughs> to make me like an ice rink um so yeah i, I feel like in little instances like that yeah she yeah. would kind of like she would help me like be like you want to do this let's go make it happen mm-hmm. type of thing yeah yeah i was one of five i was the oldest of five or i am the oldest of five so my parents really didn't my mom had a lot in her hands with all five of us because we're That's all like we're all like a year to a year and a half apart so she had us like back to back, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, wow. And so um, we, I didn't get to play like sports as a little kid or anything. It wasn't until I got to high school that I wanted to do stuff. So I wanted to be on the drill team, like I wanted to dance. Yeah. And my mom and dad were like, "Well, if you want to do it, you do it, but like you're gonna have to pay for it." So I remember I worked at the water park all summer so I could save up like the fifteen hundred dollars that it cost to be on the team. Wow. So I had to like try out first, make the team. And then you had to, like, pay your drill team dues because that covered, like, your your dance uniforms and your practice uniforms and all your traveling fees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that's why I like to push my son because since I didn't have anyone do that for me, like, push him, I like, want to, yeah, yeah, like, step out of your comfort zone. Try something new. Like, do yeah. this. Because I feel like that's how you realize what you like, what you don't like. And, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it to my kids and be like, hey, come on. I'll sign you up. Yeah. Do you want kids? Yeah. Me and Christian, we talked, like, we finally, like, like, the other day, I think we named, like, our daughter and our son. <laughs> well, I was like, we're not going to say anything, but I was like, ooh, this is a good name. One, yeah. one, I think the boy name, I was like, I really want to see, like, I mean, I was like, it's a good one. I'm so excited. I'll tell you when, when it's off camera, so it's going to be a surprise, but <laughs> is it a I Latin love name? it. It is. Okay. Yeah. And that's what he's like, I think it's just kind of, like, it's it's used a lot. And I was like, but it's a beautiful name. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, but it's not your, but, like. Those other kids aren't your kids. Yeah, be your exactly. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I think we, we we say one one day, mm-hmm. but now we're kind of like, okay. He's like, I was like, you know what? Alpha Land's gonna, you know, it's gonna be built, and then I think we have like something, another project that we haven't said anything about that mm-hmm. we want to do, and then we're kind of like, okay, let's have yeah. kids. And I and I think for some people, you know, we get comments all the time like, oh, when are you guys gonna have kids? When you have kids? And they'll be like, you're in your thirties, and I'm like, yeah, but at the same time, it's like. We, we do have certain goals that we'd like to reach. Like, if it mm-hmm. happened, it's, like, obviously we'd be, like, okay, great. Like, we got this. But mm-hmm. we don't really want to right now, but soon, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I hate the fact when people are just kind of, like, push people, like, oh, you're in your 30s. You need to have a baby now. It's, like, well, you know, if we did wait too long and, like, there was an issue, we've talked about that, too. We're, like, oh. But yeah, some people, sometimes they, you know, people, like, push people, like, oh, you're in your 30s. You need to have a baby now. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was, like, a year or two like, I let the comments get to me a little bit, and I went to my doctor. I was like, should I freeze my eggs? He's like, why? And I was like, because I'm 30. Like, I, I don't want to have kids yet. And he was like, 
you're 30, you're healthy, come back to me. And if you're in your mid thirties and you're single, right. Okay. He's like, then we could possibly have that conversation. Right. But he was like, people have kids up until like my mom had her last kid when she was 40. Mm -hmm. And so, and me and Christian were like, well, if we get to that point where we did miss a window, we'd be more than happy to adopt. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of like, Right now, we're, I think we're still kind of in our selfish time, yeah. which is okay because like we're like you know let's like build these companies and let's do these and like we like love what we do every yeah. day. It's not like we wake up every day and we feel like there's something missing. Like, um, we've accomplished a lot and we're like really proud of that. We like love our quality time together. That I think it's okay to kind of like have your right your selfish period. Yeah, I guess. no, I think you need to, and you're yeah. setting your foundation and yeah, not just like your businesses, but like your life, your relationship, so that whenever yeah. you do bring kids into it, then you know, it, it'll be smoother. You won't have as many, like, obstacles, I guess, to say. Yeah, say. that's what I was like, whenever we have kids, and he's the same way. He was like, whenever, you know, we have kids, like, I want to, like, devote my life to them. Yeah. But it's, like, it's hard when you're still trying to finish your projects. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if that happened, we'd be like, okay, look, let's make it work. But we're not going to be like, let's have a baby right now while we're doing this. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Like, I like watching um, Hayden and Katie's stories because yeah. they're both such hands-on parents. Yeah. And, like, I was like, like if, if I were ever to have another kid, that's the kind of parent I would want to be because I, I, I wasn't like so that because I was, I was when my son was little, I was in school and I was working full-time. And I, I mentioned before there would be times where I'd wake up really early to go to school and he'd be asleep and then I'd come home like at the end of like a night shift and he'd already be asleep. And so I feel like I missed out on a lot of like his younger years. Yeah. So if I ever were to have another one, I was like, I want to be super like hands-on parent. Do you want to have another one? I don't know. <gasps> I Right now I'm leaning towards no yeah. just because I felt like I went from being a kid to having a kid. Yeah. And I didn't get that selfish period. Like I feel like this is now this is my selfish yeah. period. Yeah. And like, you know, my son will be going to college <laughs> in several years. So the thought of starting over kind of gives me anxiety. I'm like, like oh my gosh. yeah, but then I'll see like people with having babies. I'm like, oh, it's so cute. And they have like the little a bit of baby fever. So I don't know. I lean towards no, but who knows? I'm just going to just let yeah. the world decide for me, I guess. Yeah, take your time. That's the thing is like, you know, like you seem like such a great mom. Like if you decide later to have another one, go mm-hmm. for it. And if mm-hmm. you're kind of like, you know what? I like the selfish time. Like, yeah. That's why I, I love, like, seeing, like, if women are like, oh, I don't want to have kids. Yeah. Like, if they don't have any kids, they're like, I don't want any. I'm like, good for you. Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I also like the idea of adopting, like, an older kid because I feel like a lot of times when people want to adopt, they want, like, babies or toddlers. Yeah. And those, like, older kids just kind of get lost in the they system. They get forgotten about. Yeah. Forgotten about. Yeah. So, so if I ever were to adopt, I would want, like, probably, like, between, like, 10 and, like, 15, like, that range of, that. yeah, because it's older kids. Yeah. yeah, and that's a tough age because that was a tough age for me, I feel. And then to just, you know, not have parents, I feel like. It'd be uh, even harder. Yeah, and I'd, yeah. I'd want to. And that's why I, lo- that's why I loved being a teacher. Cause, and that's why, I, like, everyone always says that the middle school years are, like, the worst years to teach. I was like, that's the age group that I love the most. Because when they're little, they're, like, all about their teacher. And when they're older, they don't care about their teacher. And that, like, middle group when they're just trying to, like, find out who they are and establish their friends – um, there's a lot of like teen angst and rebellion and I feel like those are the kids who need to be loved on the most. So yeah, yeah I love that age group. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. Uh, well, this has been the longest podcast episode I've ever recorded. Really? Oh, <laughs> I'm excited. Time went by so fast. It did. It sure fun. did. It was fun. It was so fun. So thank you once again. And of course I'm going to 
I don't need to plug Heidi, but I'm still going to plug all her stuff. Buff Bunny Thanks, Collection, <laughs> Buff Bunny on Instagram, on YouTube, everywhere. And uh, we're excited to see what else you have in store for the future. Thanks, Teresa. Thank Congratulations you. on this podcast. <laughs> He's been talking about it for a while. So I was like, oh, I'm so excited for you. I think this is going to be such a great podcast. And uh, I can't wait to like listen in on this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye, bye guys. Bye. <laughs>